one size fits all, right? One size fits all is what most people say in this industry. It's what most gurus and courses and education programs say is one size fits all, right? And what today's guests discovered is that one size does not fit all, but instead each person is a unique person with a unique life. And the, this education and these skills are going to work out differently for each one of you. Well, he took these skills and used them, uh, is using them now in a, in a really unique way. And uh, this is somebody that's been a part of our community for a long time. And I'm thrilled to have him on the show this morning. Omar, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for having me. Really, really excited. Well. <laughs> Oh man, I'm I'm uh, I'm thrilled. It's been many years since we've known each other. You've been in the community, um, and uh, of course, you filled out your questionnaire and said, you know, do I do I remember the content challenge that you won? Absolutely, I remember that. And um, and so tell, but I haven't. I don't know what you've been doing since then. So this is even a treat for me to get an update on where things have gone from you and for you and what you what you've been up to um so where should we start uh well i think we can start with from um from that event right from uh from the challenge uh actually okay. since that moment um i was as you, as you know in affiliate marketing trying to learn these skills to you know refer other people's products etc and um i was kind of enjoying it I had my YouTube channel posting daily um, while having my full-time job, obviously. And, uh, but I was having fun, but um, it didn't work out. Um, for some reason, it didn't you know, resonate with, with me. And, um, and then the pandemic hit. And uh, I just you know, kind of stopped and needed to rethink my... Um, my life, my business, right? What, what to do what, for, for the next steps? Uh, because that wasn't working for me. Um, I know most people start in this industry, in internet, because of affiliate marketing, but uh, maybe, uh, as you said, one size doesn't fit all. It's, each person is unique, so uh, that wasn't that wasn't for me. But I took the skills, uh, well, I took some time off, um, and after I don't know, a few months, uh, I took those skills and start uh, giving what I learned in, in Legendary and in my previous experiences um, to, other, to other people, building funnels, building websites, uh, helping people brand, um, et cetera. So more a service, service base, you know, yeah. just mm -hmm. so, so how has that turned out now? And are you happy that you um, you know, that you have the skills and that, that you're doing what you're doing now. And how is it different, Omar, than what you were doing before? I mean, way, way back before when you, when you, you know, give us a little bit of an understanding of, of how things are different and if, if getting the skills has been worthwhile for you, um, or, or whether it was, you know, something that, you know, you would do differently if you, if you could do it all over again. Mm -hmm. Well, when I first started in internet marketing, I made uh, my intention was to build a blog on parenting, 
and mm-hmm. uh, sell affiliate stuff on on the blog, right? Yeah. Uh, just like also something that just people used to used to make. Right. And the difference is that it didn't work out. <laughs> uh, I didn't have any any sale, any traffic. Um, you know, it was a really crap um, experience, but I, I learned something. And um, since blogging is hard, by the way. I mean, I mean, you, blogging is blogging is one of the hardest business models on the internet. I mean, it it is. I know that because uh, a previous company that I that I had was you know, one major part of what we did was blog and, um, yeah, it was, it was before, you know, it was, it was just one of the main ways that, that we generated traffic on the internet for a long time, right. was, was SEO. And as you said, the, the YouTube and the long form videos, um, which I've got, so I've got a question for you, uh, about, you know, how the internet is different now um in terms of TikTok and the short form video and if you know if if you're if you're thinking about even though you're busy and this is a great example this morning of you know somebody who came in and you know obviously you started with blogging before you found legendary and that was difficult and then you know, affiliate marketing and, and you were you were doing YouTube and it was just it was going too slow for you is really what was happening. It was going mm-hmm. moving too slow for you and you have a family and you you needed to generate income. And yeah. so you took the skills and you started to basically use those skills in a in a in a in a way that you could sell um, building funnels or setting up people's off, which is something that. I know it seems really daunting to a lot of you at at first, and that's the same exact way your potential clients feel as well, right? So if you get good at it and you can do that for them, that's a valuable skill. And I think Omar, uh, that's that's what a lot of people don't don't realize when they come in. And this is a great conversation to shine some light on that potential is that so many people get frustrated with the with the with the technical side of things they get so frustrated and and they and we see it almost every day i'm ready to throw the towel in on this thing and over but but what the truth is what the truth can also be i mean the truth is is that it's hard and you, and you can quit that can be one truth but another truth also can be you can power through it and you can learn it and figure it out and get good at it. And then you can turn around and sell those services like you're doing now. Um, yeah. Or most actually, people don't see that. Most people don't, don't realize that. So that's why I'm so glad that we're having this conversation this morning. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. What I was about to say is that maybe also people get stuck. Um, but Maybe because they are not good at the computers, uh, then that's okay. Uh, even if you are stuck, you can just find someone to do it for you. I mean, uh, if you don't have the skills and it's hard for you to learn those specific skills, then focus on the ones that uh, you are good at and just outsource the rest. That's true. That's true. Like, yeah, if you're if you feel re- if you feel com- more comfortable, just like for me, I'll give you an example of me. I've my entire career marketing hated messing with anything technical now i will and i have 
because I've had to. I, I've had to when when I've been the only person that works in my business. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Anytime that I can avoid doing it, I will. I will have somebody else do it so I can focus on my most profitable skill, which is, you know, creating content or speaking or writing copy. And so that's a good point. Um, you, it goes both ways. The skills are valuable and you can use them to make money with or the skills somebody else has them and you can hire them if it's really that if it's something that you don't want to either spend your time on or you don't want to learn. It's also okay to not want to learn certain things, right? (laughs) It's like, as long as you're consciously saying, you know what? I don't have time to learn that. I need to find a who, not how. And Mm -hmm. in that case, maybe I would go and hire you to build my funnel for me. It's okay to, to not want to learn something or not want to do something, but just I think it's important to, to be able to be clear about, okay, what exactly am I choosing not to learn? And, and what, you know, at least I, that's why I've always thought it was important to at least do something a couple of times. So when you go to hire somebody, you at least know whether they're doing a good job or not. That's always exactly. been my, that's always been my philosophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same for me. In, in my case, it's not the technical stuff. Uh, it's the the traffic, as you as you know. So yeah. Um, yeah, after after all these tries and errors, what I did was bring people to the team, experts on traffic, and um, you know, right, right now we are we are trained. I mean, I don't want to throw numbers, but uh, we are doing really good. Just you're free. Guys. You're you you and your family. You're saying are free right now in terms of just finances is that what you're saying yeah absolutely in, or, or in, in relying on somebody else or being in a tight spot where you're um can you describe what what it what it meant for you to not be free so we understand what the other side of that is and also mm-hmm. what does being free mean can you give us a little bit more context so people mm-hmm. have an understanding of you know sometimes we just have these ideas of what this can do for us but can can you give us some more specifics of what it was like before not being free and then being free now? What that means to you? Yeah, uh, when I wasn't free, um, I remember one day uh, going to the office. Um, it was like six in the morning or five something, um, with a newborn in the house. Uh, it was like uh, six months old, something like that. My my kid. Um, working 12 hours a day, even more, uh, sometimes weekends, it was really, really bad. I mean, I, I, I made some money to, you know, um, have food on the table, pay the, the rent and all that, but I really, I wasn't at, at home at all. I just was working, right. Yeah. Um, missing everything important <laughs> from, right. uh, from my life. Right, right. Um, whether you're working or whether you're so exhausted when you're tired that you don't really want to be awake, or you're so exhausted when you're home that you don't really want to be awake, you're you're essentially yeah. missing everything when that when you're working so much. I understand yeah, I, that. Actually, I have a lot of pictures that uh, I arrive home, I play with my kid, and I just fell fell asleep. And my kid is still playing, but I'm asleep in the floor. Right. <laughs> so it was so so tired. Right, right, right. Yeah. And uh, well, right now it's totally the opposite. I work from home, as you can maybe see in the background. 
Um, well, you've got it blurred. You've got it blurred, but I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I work from home. I can take my take my kids to school. Uh, I can wake them up, uh, give them breakfast. I can um, play with take them if they are right here. Take a nap with them together now, just like yeah. a normal nap, not just because you're so exhausted from working 12 hours. Yeah. You know, man, that's great. that's great, Omar. You know, golly, man. I mean, so many people come in and, and you know, you got start. I would say that things are easier now than when you started back three or four years ago, by the way. Um, I don't know exactly when you got started, but just with, with the short form videos going a little crazier now than mm -hmm. it was back when you got started. I don't think TikTok was even really out yet, was it? No, no. No, no, just in China, maybe, but uh, no, yeah, not yeah, a yeah. global thing. So, so this is a good example also of of how difficult it used to be, um, per, compared to what it is now. And this is not a guarantee that every single person is going to have massive success, because, um, you know, golly, man, I mean, uh, nothing's a guarantee in life, right? Nothing's a guarantee in life. But what's happened over the last like like two to two and a half years or, or so is, you know, the short form video has popped up and, you know, people are able to make videos without even talking now, just using text on the screen with TikTok. And it's it's really revolutionized the way that people get traffic. And so you're you know you have a, a good life now and and that's great you just continue down that path and and that's wonderful that these skills have helped you to get that life your determination you earned that it's not the skills that did that for you because guess what folks let me hit you with some real talk real quick the skills are here for anybody to learn and use but not everybody learns and uses them period so the fact that you took the skills and then and then and then figured you know you got started back when again this was this was prior to short form video things were harder back then we we things are getting easier with new technology but i'll tell you what is so inspiring about what you did was that you're sitting there uploading long form YouTube videos. And I mean, you're just, you're working your ass off. I know, I know you were. And, and, and instead of saying, screw this, this is a scam or whatever you said, how can I take these skills and serve businesses that need, that don't know these skills? I have these skills now. And there's lots of different things that I can do with these skills. The same way that if I if I learned the same way that that how my father taught me how to be a carpenter and taught me how to lay ceramic tile and remodel bathrooms and kitchens, that if I needed to, Omar, I could go anywhere in the world and I could use that skill. The same thing when folks go through this training and they hang out in this community and they learn these skills why certainly you can apply them to the things that we are showing you to apply them to like affiliate marketing and so forth. But they also happen to apply that maybe you're working at a job right now and you want to make more money fast. 
And so you go to your employer and you say, I'd like to take over some more responsibility and try some marketing campaigns with some new skills that I've developed. And I think that it can bring in more revenue to the company. And I'd like a piece of that. See, sometimes we can do a lot more with what we have rather than just, you know, rather than just only looking at the, 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 the thing that's right in front of our face. You know what I mean? It's, it's like almost only reading the first page of a book when there's an entire book there of adventure and ideas and feelings and experiences. What's coming up for you as you're listening to this? Does it feel like it fits for you? Sorry, uh, me, you mean? Yeah, does this make sense? What I mean, am I, am I, does this feel like it, it fits for what you went through and, and, and what would you add to it? What's coming up for you as I'm saying some of this about the, you know, the power of using these skills and I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to explain the power of what you've done here, which is use the skills and taking them to help grow other companies, including your own, mm -hmm. um, but but mainly go and say, hey, I, I've got these skills. I can I can help your company grow now. I can help your company grow. I can help your company grow. It's just such a powerful thing. I'm just trying to convey that to people that, that when you're going through this challenge and when you're going through these blueprints and you're going through this training, that there's so much more to it than what initially meets the eye. If you'll mm -hmm. just stick around and learn the skills, they'll be useful and they'll be profitable to you likely for the rest of your life. Do, do you agree with yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, uh, what, what you teach, you teach uh, lead generation, right? The copywriting, uh, some of the technical stuff, funnels, etc. Uh, sales. And um, yeah, people just see like the, the uh, maybe the ABC, like, uh, okay, I need the lead generation to, through a funnel, uh, do some copywriting to make sales. Like you know, the short part, the, the first page, as you said. But yeah. I mean, you can really, really take just one of those skills and just improve your current life, or or just or change it for a new one. You know, sales. Yeah. Every, every everyone hate hate sales when they talk about sales. It's like I don't want to sell, but um, we are actually selling ourselves daily, uh, just with uh, how can I say. A change in the message that we say to our boss uh, is selling ourselves. So, yeah, yeah. Same with it's copywriting. So just writing in in email, just upgrading your email writing skills. And I'm not even talking about when you're mass emailing your your prospects, like everybody on your list. I'm just talking about when you're emailing people one on one. The majority of messages that I receive from people do not make me want to pursue more interaction with them. It doesn't make me want to do more business or do business with them at all. It doesn't excite me. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't tease or or tantalize my emotions or my my mind. It, it's 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 flat. Usually, mm -hmm. most writing is flat. It's boring. It's incomplete and it's confusing. And Warren Buffett, one of the one of the richest men in the world, said, if you want to increase the amount of money that you earn, 
improve your communication, period, improve your communication. And that means, as you said, the written word as well. And it's absolutely amazing how much selling you can actually do without ever running your mouth and saying a single word when you learn how to communicate via the written word, you know, more persuasively. Do you agree with that? And has your and your life actually gets easier because you don't have to constantly have long conversations where you're explaining yourself in 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 wasting energy with people because you don't you can't explain your idea. Um, have you experienced yeah, it's, that? It's it's exactly the same for me. Um, I'm not the I don't have magic words like like you do, right? Uh, you you really have a really good speech. I, I'm I'm not. I'm just the shy guy that uh, you know. It's complicated to uh, keep a conversation. But when I write, uh, just to put you an example, okay, in in my business. Um, sometimes I write copy for email, sometimes I uh, write uh, another of my, my colleagues, my partners. Um, when he writes, we have like a 10% open rate, uh, uh, percentage of spam, like a 2%, something like that. Yeah. Uh, when I write, uh, is zero go to spam, 20, 30, then 40 open rates. Mm. Um, um, obviously much more clicks, right? So there's the difference between knowing how to write or what to write and, and don't. Exactly, exactly. Um, and it's simple things, isn't it? It's simple things. Mm -hmm. It's not really complicated stuff. It's learning how to, how to hook somebody's attention. You said you mentioned an open rate. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with a it's the same thing with a video on TikTok. It's like, how do you get somebody to click it or a video on YouTube or a blog post? You know, you learned that when you started blogging and when you were YouTubing, the power of that headline to get somebody to open that video or open that email. Just that headline alone is so important. The headline that you use on the top of your bridge page, it's so important or on the top of your funnel. It's so important. And uh, there you go. The data doesn't lie. You're actually mm -hmm. now in a position to where you can test your writing against somebody else's. And you can <laughs> see the difference that those skills that you've invested in have, have made in your life. And they're profitable for you and others, right? It's real differences in conversion when, when you know copywriting and when you don't. And when you know how to effectively space out, you know, another great example of um, in, in just who would like just a quick copywriting tip, just if you want just something now, anybody want something now that you can, and Omar, you probably watched me teach this before or saw me, uh, saw me talk about the Hemingway app. Have you ever heard me talk about that? Um, no, I think not. So, so show us, please. Yeah. I'll show you. So the Hemingway app is um, is a let's see here. It's a it's a an, an editor. Can you see that? Mm -hmm. I'll make it a little bit bigger. Yeah. So the Hemingway app makes your writing bold and clear. And it literally is an app 
like it's it's an app and it'll show you how it works i can i can delete all this right here but this app highlights lengthy complex sentences and common errors if you see a yellow sentence shorten or split it if you see a red highlight your sentence is so dense and complicated that your readers will get lost trying to follow its meandering splitting logic try editing this sentence to remove the red right so they're actually giving you an example sentence that is as it says right here it's very hard to read right mm -hmm. um it even gives you other tips but for me the most important part is my writing is it difficult and confusing to read right and so the first thing that I'm going to do with this sentence, right, I'm going to I'm going to fix this sentence that they actually use right there on the home page of their app. So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take these two sentences and I'm going to turn them in from one paragraph into two. When I when I when I take my paragraphs and I move and I create two or three paragraphs from one, I create more more white space. It's easier to read. Right. If you look at any of the large sites like Facebook or, or um, you know, YouTube or Google, you'll notice that there's lots of white space. N you'll never find lots of text clumped together in any in any advanced company or you know anybody who knows what they're doing in terms of uh, of, of conversions and getting people to to be able to understand and read the page. There's going to be lots of white space, right? So that's really important when we're writing. Um, this is a this says it's a hard to read. This app highlights lengthy, complex sentences and common errors. If you see a yellow sentence, shorten or split it. So this is a great example of of, of an of how they teach you how to write in school, right? Lots of little nice little grammar, whatever the hell that thing's called. I don't even know a semicolon. You know, I'm a ninth grade dropout. But what I can tell you is, is that this is hard to read and it's telling you that it's hard to read. So I would do this. The app, this app highlights lengthy, complex sentences, period. Then I'm going to create a space, right? Mm -hmm. Or I could or I could or I could do lengthy comments uh, and, and common errors, period. If you see a yellow sentence, shorten or split it, period. And I literally create a new paragraph. Mm -hmm. If you see a red highlight, your sentence is so dense and complicated that your readers will get lost trying to follow its meandering splitting logic. So the easiest thing I can do right there is put a period. It's still hard to read. If you see a red highlight, so I might do this, right? Boom, boom, boom. Your sentence is so dense and complicated, boom, 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 that your readers will get lost trying to follow its mean. So one thing that I like to do as well that's really creative is sometimes I'll do something like this. Your sentence is so dense and complicated that your readers will get lost trying to follow its meandering splitting logic, right? That's just a period. Try, and I might italicize that, you know what I mean? Or something if I really want to make that try editing this sentence to remove the red, right? That's a, you know, a bold, I can, that's like a bold. Yeah, like that's like try editing. So 
But anyways, let's just stay focused on making this easy to read, right? Because that's the most important thing. And that's the biggest thing that most young marketers really overlook is just clarity. Hmm. Omar, clarity, brother. You know, have you ever been talking to your, talking to your, 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 are you married? Uh, well, girlfriend, but with two kids. So it's like my, <laughs> okay. you said, did you say, okay, so you have a partner, right? Mm -hmm. do, do you, you have a life partner? Uh, have you ever been sitting there talking to, to her and, and just you're talking and she's just like, she's just not really understanding you. She, you can just tell she's confused, right? <laughs> just like she's like what are you saying and the problem is is that you're just not being clear right you're just not being yeah. clear another problem is is that have you ever been involved in a situation where you send an email or you send a message a text message or a facebook message and that one question turned into a bunch of back and forth have you ever done that before yeah yeah when i was in, the, in my full-time job uh we had a change of emails and emails and emails that oh my god it's like never ending right yeah exactly well the reason why is just and I, I i had that a lot too is just because i didn't take the time to be more clear in my initial email right so if i would have taken the time to be more clear to really make sure that i covered all my you know any questions that that somebody might have had, you know, as as they were reading my email or giving them additional context or whatever, it it's just if they're not clear, they're going to just send an email back. Or, you know what, the other thing and the worst thing that's going to happen. And this also happens to guys who and I heard somebody giving this tip. It was a, it, it was a um, it was somebody on a on a uh, just just randomly. Um, on a on a TikTok channel, giving a dating tip to guys when they were texting women, to um, if you want her to text you back, don't don't say anything complicated to where she has to think really hard. If you're first meeting her, the reason is is because people in their day to day activities don't want to have to really stop and think to respond to people who are just, you know what I mean? Like trying to date them or whatever. So his, his dating tip was keep it light, keep it, you know, keep it clear. Don't, don't make her have to think too hard about responding to you or, or your question or whatever. And the same thing is so true with, with when you're writing to anyone, even in business, especially if you're writing to leads, people who you're a cold audience do you think that they're going to stop their life and sit there and think about what you wrote to try to clean it up and clear it up for you because you wrote it in a confusing way? Hell no. They're going to move on. So they're going to keep mean, scrolling, right? For, for me, for example, as a customer, um, I just read in E, you know, uh, I read the first sentence, then I read a bunch of uh, words of the other sentence and then a full sentence, but I don't read the full thing. So if it's too long, um, too crowded, I'm just not going to read like half of, of it. Uh, it's just, I'm going to miss all the information. That right. this way that you are see, uh, showing the Hemingway app is much, much easier because we have the, the, the white space so you can actually read the full sentence without overloading right. your, your head. 
Well, now you know what other what most people will do is actually even worse than this. So these couple so these were the two cent. This was what I edited. So let me just paste paste it down here and I'll show you what a lot of people do is they'll do this deal right here. Hold on, let me just let me just uh let me just let me know if you've ever seen the big block. Anybody ever seen the big block? Whoa, yeah. man. The big block. I, I look at a I look at this right here and my eyes glaze over and I go, no way. No, I just see I, format. <laughs> In both. I just I just see blah. <laughs> I see just uh, I see letters, just uh letters, letters everywhere, you know. Very difficult yeah. to get somebody to read something like that, you know, especially in an email, especially on a cell phone when they're staring at their cell phone and it's already hard to read on their cell phone or when they're staring, you know, in some app like YouTube or TikTok or Facebook, it's already hard to read. Um, you'll see this. You'll see this similarity in a lot of things, though. You know, if we go over here to sales pages, our uh, online business. So if we go over here to our sales page, are you still able to see my screen here? Uh, no, we still see the Hemingway app. Okay, hold on. Let me let me bring you to this uh, this other screen, and this is our 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 challenge you know, our, our sales funnel and, you know, notice, notice the layout, notice, you know, notice this is a little clumpy, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's split up. It's also mm -hmm. split up, but notice the white space. It draws you in. And the reason why, the reason why with your sales funnels and so forth, that design is not important. The reason why ugly converts better is because you actually want people's eyes drawn to the words, not so much drawn to, you know, silly designs that don't matter. If, if, if you have a half a second for, for them to put their eyes on something in, in, in read it or look at it, I want them to read my I want them to read my headline not get lost you know in the in the beautiful design of the website and so that's why you'll always see or you'll mostly see um you'll mostly see a lot of white space with any any good sales funnel and, and you'll see with this writing that i even that i just you know showed you in the hemingway app You'll see a lot of that writing and you'll see a lot of that style in all of my marketing because that white space is so important. And, you know, having having, you know, giving somebody the ability to e easily read something. I mean, look at this. Look at this. Why is every single sentence, even if it's only four or five yeah. words, why does it have its own line? Well, because. I mean, in this particular section, when it comes to the, you know, the the 30-day refund guarantee, I, I wanted to make it as absolutely clear as possible. And the psychology behind this was I didn't want it to look like, quote, small print. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
yep. most most small print is is where they get you. And I wanted that text to be more clear and absolutely easy to read. So the psychology of the reader is like, okay, this person has nothing to hide. You know what I mean? Correct, correct. Yeah, and actually, um, talking about this, about the difference between an ugly, ugly page and a beautiful page, as I have built several funnels, uh, I have proof of that ugly pages with a good layout work much better than any pretty, pretty page with, uh, you know, a big span on, on images, photos, etc. Um, yeah. Literally, same product, two different pages, one ugly, one beautiful, and uh, the ugly perform much better. Yeah, that's, it that's does. It, it's weird. It's the weirdest thing. Um, but I don't even bother with fancy designs anymore. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't bother um, with like trying to get a designer to, I mean, you know, I build every single page inside of ClickFunnels and we either just use ClickFunnels or like if it's on our main site, we might have our developer turn that design into code, but you know, it's, and that's way over my pay grade in my head. I don't know how that's done. It's code and mathematicians and all this kind of stuff. You know, it's, it's about a who, not a how you got to know the right who's I don't want to know how, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but Sarah Valentine makes a good questions, uh, a good, a good comment, at least when you're, when you're doing, uh, and hi, Sarah, good to see you. Remember you from the mastermind, you and your dad. Um, the, yeah, the colors, if you're doing a bridge, you know, if you're doing affiliate marketing, mm -hmm. Just like we teach, I mean, we teach that right there in the challenge on day three, like building a congruent funnel that mm -hmm. where the colors and so forth match whatever the offer is that you're promoting. Mm -hmm. So it looks like, you know, because I think the biggest secret of marketing is just really um, putting ourselves in our in our our prospect shoes. Right. And it's like, what would you think if you went from Facebook or TikTok to a funnel, a site, and you don't know it's a funnel because you're not you're thinking, kidding. oh, that's, yeah. you're just a regular person. You're not thinking, oh, there's a sales funnel. You know, <laughs> um, you're just thinking, oh, here's an, a, an ugly page. Okay. But it, but the, but it has, but I'm reading, it has something that I want. So I'm going to put my email in and then I go to a bridge page. Then I get sent to a page that looks completely different over here. And I'm going to think there's something wrong. I'm going to think, and then I'm going to get confused and scared I might leave. So good point, Sarah, bringing that up. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, there's simple things that ma that make the big difference, but it usually is the simple stuff. It's not the, the big stuff, right? Actually, the trick is to um, let people not to think a lot. As you said before, don't make them think uh, about the questions. Just really small sentences, um, clear content don't make them think if you give yeah, people two options think. that's a great i just want to hide don't make them think and that goes back even to that texting story that i was talking about right where the guy was giving the dating tip and actually i remember what he said now he said don't make her think like it's like don't make you the second that somebody like has to think about something you got to you got you have to do the thinking and think mm -hmm. about where they just came from. They came from 
TikTok or they came from surfing the internet. They're not, they're, they weren't thinking hard. They were scrolling. So that's why keeping things light and simple and clear and even a little bit entertaining. Um, it, 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 thank you for bringing that up. It's so important. Yeah. 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 I, I see it. I see it every day. It's, um, yeah, that's, that's the complicated of the part of the business, but uh, it's actually also easy because you, you know, you need to think how not to think is <laughs> you do, you do. You need to think how not to think. You know, what's interesting is that I'm sitting here having a conversation with you. We're both now marketing guys, right? Just we're marketing guys. And mm -hmm. it's so, it's so cool that, you know, you came in, um, to let, and gosh, you were, you were really back when we, you were here when we first got started, really. I mean, and wow, before TikTok even got hot and all that, and you know, you were grinding through on blogging and YouTubing and you, you were like, you know, you were like, screw it. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try something different with these skills. And, you know, you just, you stayed in the industry you stayed in the game, you know, and you found your way. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of personal responsibility that I want to highlight there that, that you, that you have, that you had, that you showed. And I, I just would like you to just say more about that just for a moment, if you would, about this idea of taking initiative versus entitlement and and what does that mean to you and how have you changed maybe to somebody who takes more initiative but at the end of the day the buck stops with you and nobody's coming to save you and as much as that's a tough like message i don't want to be mean about it i just want to i want to i want to i want to share your experience and our other students and in, in legendary family members experience of how did you go and, and, and just take this whole initiative thing to another level so you can have the freedom that you have now versus you could have so easily thrown in the towel and said, oh, this doesn't work or whatever, but you pivoted just a little bit and took the initiative to stay in the game. And I, I, I wonder if you would just say a few words about that. Well, okay, it's, it's, it's like, um, it's, it's like that. I mean, it's not that you need to work eight hours a day on, on this side hustle if you are starting right now. Uh, you need to work really hard. Um, you just need to work something, okay? Every day, push a little bit farther, right? Uh, it's a, just a little bit. Even if you are, today you are tired and maybe you don't do the three full hours so that you want to do or, you just do one, but you do something, and little by little, uh, you will reach the point that you know you are so far from when you started that um, you know you will have your 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 freedom, your or your happiness. At the end, is is happiness what we uh, pursue? It doesn't matter the the country, the language, the religion, whatever. We pursue yeah. happiness. Yeah, and I I like. I like um, the concept of just doing doing a little bit every day. I think that we want to get to the top of the mountain so fast that we we mm -hmm. you know or to the 
and end of the race or whatever we we think that we're in and it's just not a race you know i i was i was listening to um i live in saint pete which is tampa bay so we have the american football team the tampa bay buccaneers and we have uh we had a hall of fame um player named Derek brooks who is is retired and i just learned last night um because i saw him on the news that he is an executive for the Tampa Bay Lightning, which is our American Tampa Bay hockey team, who's in the Stanley Cup Finals right now. And he's he's working as a as a top executive there and all this. And it reminded me that even if you have an, an amazing career, you know, in something that you're probably still going to want to do something else. You know what I mean? And here he is, he's 60 or 55 or 50 or whatever he is. I, I don't know. And he's got tens of millions of dollars. He may even be worth hundreds of millions. I don't know. He He's a hall of fame uh, football player. And here he is with a nine to five. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it just goes to show that, that you never, my point is, is that there's no rush you're always going to want to be doing something. I and I know some of you are thinking, well, I no, Dave, I want to retire. And yes, you want to retire from what you're doing right now. Right. You want to retire from the shit job that you don't like. I understand that. I get that. Mm -hmm. But imagine if you had something that you enjoyed that you did from home that you could do for even when you're traveling. I don't think that you would be as 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 excited to want to retire from that. So 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 I think it's about perspective and it's also about realizing as you said there's no rush, do a little bit every day because it's not like you're going to like once you get into this if you start making money and this and you and you're successful, it's going to become fun. You're not going to want to stop. So just Take your time, ease into it, get good at it, and I promise you, you're not going to want to retire. Bob Proctor, Bob Proctor, the number one, uh, in, in, in my opinion, in my opinion, you know who Bob is? He just passed yeah, yeah. away. Okay. Uh, I didn't know Bob, he passed away, but he was like yeah. 70, 60 years, how much? 80 how years old. old, 80 years 80 old, years like old. 80. Okay. Bob Proctor. 80 years old, this guy was still doing events, still kicking ass and taking names. The guy's a badass. And he and he died. He just died. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he just did an event not too long ago. I mean, so it's like, look, when you're doing what you love, you go talk to Michael Jordan. You go talk to Magic Johnson. You go talk to Ray Dalio. You talk to you go talk to Warren Buffett and, and Charlie Munger, who's 99 years old, and ask them, why aren't you retired? They are because retired. They, they, you know what their answer is? When you find something that you love, you never work a day in your life. Exactly. And if you're miserable, then you ain't found something that you love yet. Maybe you'll love this. Maybe you'll love this. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not here to say, but I damn sure know that you'll love freedom 
And entrepreneurship is the number one way to get freedom in any country in the world. Yeah. I know, I know yeah. that uh, uh, when I was working in the, in the office job, in, in the full-time job, um, I counted the days to have a free day, right? Uh, right. To have a, a, a weekend or a holiday, whatever. Right. Uh, right, right now, um, I, I almost work every day uh, doing even something, just a little stuff, but I work every day. And I know I won't stop until probably I die. Uh, I, I will work every day because I, I enjoy it. Right. It's 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 true, man. I mean, you know, my <laughs> wife's probably sitting in the other room going, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I mean, the truth is, is that, you know, why would I why would I ever? I mean, I'm pretty much retired now in terms of if you looked at my lifestyle, you know. I mean, it's just, I'm at home. I'm at home every day. I mean, we own a, a second home that we work out of. I mean, it's, it's, I'm not, go, you know, go out on the boat, go home if I want. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's like a retired life. There's people who are retired in my neighborhood and I'm at home more than they are. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't even get dressed sometimes, like actually take a shower. It's unbelievable. I mean, not not for days and days on end, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I don't get up and run to the shower and I'm like, oh, got to get ready and shave and sh shit and shower and get off to work or whatever. It's like, you know, yeah, so I'm and start working, grab my coffee, put on a pair of pants and just grab a shirt off the floor and and and, and go to work. You know what I mean? Sit down. I've always been like that. Just what do you need? You know, because I, I got stressed out at trying to get ready for work. Getting ready for work used to drive me fucking crazy, Omar. The the yeah. scramble, bro. The scramble of trying to get ready and get out the door in the morning is 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 is, is like a is like a trauma to me that I yeah, but but it's a trauma that they teach us from the very beginning. Right now, my kids, right now they have finished the school, but uh, during the old year, uh, waking up at a specific time, running if you want to have some breakfast, running to get dressed, running to the school. Uh, it's, it's I know, so, so I know. It's it's hard to teach our kids these 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 disciplines when, when when they're really not that fun, but no, you're right. I mean, my look, my kids are going to be way better than I am. My daughter gets up at the crack ass of dawn every morning and she's bright eyed and bushy tailed, ready to <laughs> kick the, the day's ass, you know? So, um, but golly, man, I mean, it's, it's amazing what you can do with some simple skills, uh, you know, break, you know, breaks are not handed out to anybody. They're, they're earned, you know, and you, you got to go out and, and you got to get it and you got to, most of all, I think just not quit. But but at a certain point, if you are doing something that is absolutely not working or you hate, then pivot. Don't just keep continuing to slam your head into a wall. Pivot. That's what marketing and being an entrepreneur is all about. It's about pivoting a little bit, you know with the economy or pivoting a little bit with your business model or pivoting a little bit with the skills that you now learn in starting something new. 
you know, and, and that's what you did. And it's, it's a wonderful story. I'm so thrilled to have you and, and reconnect with you this morning and uh, leave us with the final word. What would you, what would you say to somebody who's a little bit unsure, doesn't know if they want to do affiliate marketing, doesn't know if they want it, but they want freedom and they've looked at some other things out there. They've looked at Amazon, they've looked at drop shipping and they're on the doorstep of our community and they're, they're, they're ready. They're dipping their toe, but they're not sure if they really want to kind of jump in and, and really fully immerse themselves in learning and in, in getting into the industry of entrepreneurship and online marketing. What, what do you say to that person? I would say to them, um, consume this, this, this content, okay, absorb this, this knowledge that a legendary marketer gives you and um, put it into practice. Doesn't need to be a long practice, like you are going to build the, business, the full business about, around this specific skill or this specific skill. Just try, just try to um, try to understand if, if that resonates with with you. Okay, maybe mm. uh, you don't like TikTok and you like YouTube. You enjoy more YouTube, or you enjoy Facebook or Instagram, whatever. Just try a little to understand if that resonates with you and start building piece by piece on those pieces that actually. Um, makes you feel good okay with with your business and give you results yeah. obviously yeah i definitely think there's a, a a part of 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 seeing every part of the business you know there's a, a there's a famous watch brand called patek philippe and it's a family-owned company and there's a that's part of its mystique is that it's a family-owned company um it's owned by the stern family and they, uh, the, the CEO, Terry, has a son that's coming up. And he wants to try to train him to be, uh, to, to, to take over the company, right? And so he said, uh, the way that he's trained him is he says, you have to go and learn how to make a watch. You have to sit in and do those, just at least experience it. Experience those. And that's similar to what you just said, I feel like. It's like, you know, if you eventually want to get to a place to where you have freedom in this industry and freedom in, 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 in an online business, then get in and learn how the, the various pieces of the industry work. Learn how the social media platforms work. Learn how sales funnels work. Learn how autoresponders work. These are the basic tools that we've used on the Internet to make money for years and years. And whether you do it for yourself or whether you take the skills and you go and do it for somebody else, you learn those base, you know, those, those pieces that you mentioned that I'm mentioning that we teach here. It's not a lot. It's the social, it's, it's building a sales funnel. It's using email marketing. It's, it's then creating content and driving traffic. You know, that's mm -hmm. the basics and get it. And, but there's a lot of things you can experience, you know, a lot of social media platforms and, lot of ways you can write your copy and so forth so learning that experiencing that so you can then become the ceo of the greatest company sort of like the patek philippe thing you're that young son or daughter or person that's coming up learn the industry understand that anything that's great does require that hey let me go in experience each department and get a little bit of experience so i can talk intelligently about it uh, instead of just being a fluke or instead of just getting lucky and not knowing how I made the money and then not being able to do it again. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
It just brings so. everything. Hey man, it was so great to see you, buddy. Okay. You take care and, and, uh, keep up the wonderful work and, um, stay safe. And you're in Spain, right? Yeah, correct. Uh, actually I moved from, um, from Zaragoza, which is in the middle more or less to the West coast, close to Portugal. Mm. Yeah. Nice man. Well, I'd love to make it over to Spain. It's one of my, one of the countries I haven't been to yet, been to Italy and, a, you know, a few, a few around there, but, um, mm. but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll come back over there and maybe we'll catch up with you. Uh, and you do sure. the same if you come to Florida. Yeah, I actually want to go to Florida. Um, go to New York, see, uh, show the kids uh, the States. Uh, I really want to. Yeah, Hopefully we were supposed to get together at that at the at the event, you know, a couple of years ago, but we, we ended up not doing that. So mm-hmm. so uh, but anyways, man, it's it's good to see you and uh, awesome, awesome work. Incredible stuff. Um, so happy for you and your family and, uh, come back and let's do another round here in a few months. Whenever you want, I'm ready. All right, Omar. We'll see you later, buddy. Thanks. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, my friends, I didn't give out any social media channels for, for Omar because, um, he's sort of working behind the scenes with these skills, you know, um, serving and uh, doing agency work and so forth, which is a, a really cool thing. It's amazing what you can do with these skills. And I always say how you do one thing is how you do everything. So let's say that you come in here and you've got a, a, a full-time job, which so many people do, um, and you're learning these skills. So many people think, well, let me just get out of this job. I just Just do, you know, let me just let me just do a shitty job. Just just I want to I want to get rid of the job and then I'll, I'm going to come over here and I'm going to start my business. I'm going to really kick major ass in my business. But the truth is that that I've experienced is how you do one thing is how you do everything. So I think this morning, I think this morning um, is a great lesson and a great reminder that. You know. Um, when I'm coming in and I'm learning these skills that I have no idea where this is going to take me. I have no idea how I can use these skills until I actually go through the training and think about it and actually look at my life and say, wait a second. Okay. Let me assess my, okay. I got a job. I'm learning skills. I want to make more money. I want to have my own business. But Dave said how I do one thing is how I do everything. So hold on. I can't quit my job yet because I I need it. I need to pay my bills. So let me go and do an absolutely kick-ass job at my job. Let me even take some of these skills that I'm learning and see if I can be of value to my employer in a bigger, better way. Let me even see if I can make some more money. Right. And if I can't, great. If they don't want to pay me more, I'm getting to practice these skills on somebody else's business for free. Right. It's it's kind of like it, it that's a cool perspective to me to look at it. You know what I mean? Like, wow. So we're always, I think, just in such a rush to just quit the job or get rich or, you know. And there's so many lessons and valuable things that we can take advantage of along the way that I think so many of us miss out on. And you want to freaking 
Stop wasting the time, folks. Stop giving up the opportunity. Stop missing the big. I'm just, I, it's like, it's like, and it's not just here. Every, every situation, all, all of us, I mean, we could always do more, but I'm, I'm just saying, if you're here already, for God's sakes, if you're going to be going through the training or, and you're just going to be spending your time here already, why not really just squeeze every drop out of it? Even if you're squeezing it out of your current J-O-B, to me, to me. Winners win, man, no matter where they're winning and how they're winning, and losers lose. Winners don't lose, but go win over here only for myself. No, winners, like Michael Jordan didn't just win for Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan won for Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman and Steve Kerr and Phil Jackson and the Bulls owner. Champions lift other people up, too. You know what I mean? Champions lift other people up too. So, like, what I'm what I'm saying is, Omar has inspired in me this morning this 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 fire to remind you that that there's not a one size fits all. There's not a one size fits all. That this isn't, and there's nothing against MLM, but this is not MLM. This is not just go and sell our products or do this is a university this is a leadership factory that if you want to step into the best version of yourself you can do that and and you can do that by taking the skills and going and being an absolute badass at your current whatever you're doing today not tomorrow not in 6 months when you're going to be rich but today Today, be that legend. Today, put your average self just to the side and step into the most legendary, badass version of yourself that you can by even if you take these skills and you and you use them in your current job that you someday want to quit. That's showing up like a legend, man. That's showing up like a legend. And that's what Omar is. Be legendary, my friends. Have a great weekend. Do something impactful. And make today a defining moment in your business. Whether you're starting or you're starting over. Just be legendary. And fuck average.